0: Hello everybody, my name's Darren and I write a blog called A Demon's Voice, which is about movies and shit like that. You can find it at ademonsvoice.blogspot.com. You can also find me on Twitter at ademonsvoice and you should probably follow me there because why the fuck not? This week I will be talking to you slash reading my blog on The Missing Link or Missing Link or whatever the fuck it's called. That's the new film from Leica. I guess we'll get into that in a bit. I hope you enjoy it. It's a kid's movie. I wrote about Dumbo and did a podcast on that recently, which was described by one of my friends as unnecessarily aggressive, but I did not ask for his opinion, so he can go fuck himself. Uh, Yeah, so this podcasty blog, readingy thing, includes some audio, I guess, of a best man speech I did. I guess there's no real reason that that is included, except for the fact that when writing about movies, I like to make them all about me, as everything should be. And I thought if I include the audio then it makes this seem a, this podcasty thing seem a bit more like I've put some effort into it rather than just reading what I said at the time. So I hope you enjoy it. Not that I hugely care if you don't. Um, please, you know, get in touch with me on Twitter to let me know what you think about the, the movie, The Missing Link. We can have a chat about that because at the end of the day, we're all going to die anyway, so you've got nothing to really lose. Uh, and I guess enjoy, you know, the reading, the podcast, whatever the fuck these things are. So thanks for listening. I, you know, because that's difficult. And here is some music. I can't say I'm a huge believer in conspiracy theories, whether they be the existence of Nessie, Jesus, or Mickey Rourke, but there's always been something interesting to me about Bigfoot. With his huge sloping forehead, hunched back, massive saggy tits, and almost humanoid squint, my friend Graham could be mistaken for our missing link. In fact, during my speech as his best man at his wedding, I went into further detail. When Graham was in school, he would quite literally get told off by the teachers who are drinking rainwater from the puddles on the floor, and I think we probably could have guessed that from looking at him. (laughs) I don't mean to suggest that Graham is strange looking, and he does look very smart today, but Jesus. He has got a head that is the exact same shape of a monkey nut, weird slitty leg nostrils like a snake, and he doesn't have any lips, and his tiny little ears haven't grown since birth. Despite all evidence to the contrary, however, my bizarre friend is, in fact, a human and therefore essentially fucking useless to me. Especially when considering, and as I went on to say in my speech, If this was Victorian England, then I could wheel him around in a circus and make money from simply showing him off to people. <laughs> so, of course, I don't definitely believe in the existence of Bigfoot, but with friends like Graham, I obviously can't entirely rule it out. You can therefore imagine my excitement going to go and see the latest film, Missing Link, the cinema this week. Not only was it a film specifically about finding Bigfoot, but it was also another stop-motion family movie from the geniuses at Leica Studios. In case you're not sure who they are, then, they're the animation gods behind Kubo and the Two Strings, Paranorman, The Box Trolls, and Coraline. And if you haven't seen any of those films, then you really may as well have swapped out your eyes for fucking buttons by now. The only thing that was concerning me about seeing Missing Link was that it was half-term, and I was going to learn to see a children's film. So not only would the screening be packed with screaming children, but I would almost definitely look like a paedophile as I sat amongst them. You can imagine my joy then when not only was the film incredible, but the children in the crowd were also so incredibly well behaved. In fact, there were two young boys a few seats along from me in which the older of the two had obviously taken his little brother to see the film alone. If that wasn't heartwarming enough though, the film then made the little one giggle so much that it actually made his slightly older brother laugh too, because of how much fun they were having together. This was actually happening before the film had even started as well, and so I may have taken a sneaky picture of them having fun to show my friends that there is still sweetness and joy in the world. Then I realised that I really do only have my fucking self to blame for looking like a paedophile now. Ah oh, well. The film itself is pretty simple in terms of its story, with it essentially being a buddy movie between Hugh Chapman's English explorer, Sir Lionel Frost, and Zach Galifianakis. How the fuck do you say his name? Galif- Galif- Galifianakis. I sound like I'm having a fucking stroke. You know, the guy from the fucking hangover, the guy with the beard. And his, Bigfoot, Mr. Link. Although that's not to say that there isn't a little bit of subtext in there about Britain's place in the world, and how certain self-entitled Etonian wankers could do with a punch in their shriveled-up posh-boy cocks. Frost is desperate to be a member of Norboys club, but struggling to gain acceptance from the leader that looks down his nose at him, and his attempts to track down mythical creatures. Frost, therefore, makes a bet that if he can prove the existence of Bigfoot, then he has to be allowed into the group to which the leader agrees. So, like so many uppity English wankers, Frost essentially just sees his foreign friend, Mr. Link, as a simple commodity that he can trade in exchange for a greater social standing. What a fucking dickhead. Meanwhile, Mr. Link is the last of his species in his area, and so desperate to find more of his own kind elsewhere. He therefore makes a deal with Frost that if Frost can take him to the Himalayas to be with his yeti family, then he'll provide all the proof of his existence that the explorer needs. So they're basically both two characters that are looking for their place in the world as they adventure through an incredibly vivid and colorful series of exotic locations whilst meeting one eccentric person or creature after the other. If there is any plot hole to all of this, it's simply that Mr. Link is depressed and for some reason, he thinks that meeting his family will be the thing that cheers him up. I mean, I know he won't have the exact same family as me, but what a fucking idiot. Also, is it Zach Galifianakis, Zach Galifanakis, Zach that's it, isn't it? Zach Galifanakis. I could go back and edit that in, but who can be fucking bothered? Of course, the two characters form a bond whilst on their journey, especially when they're joined by Frost's ex girlfriend and conscience, Adelina. Adelina? Oh, fuck it. I really should have learned these fucking names while I'm reading this, shouldn't I? Adelina? Adelina, why not? Played by, oh, here we go, Zoe Saldana. Well, oh, that was easy enough. Well, I think she was his ex girlfriend, but I got slightly distracted by the joy of the giggling children in the audience when she arrived, and so I slightly missed who she was. I mean, her and Frost had definitely smashed genitals against each other at some point in the past, but whether they were actually in love, or had simply spent some time dicking each other beforehand, I really can't be sure. The children in the audience did love her, though. And I have to say that I fully loved this entire movie with every cholesterol-clogged atom of my grotty piece of shit heart. I don't think it's quite my favourite film from Laika Studios, but it's certainly my favourite film with a Bigfoot in it. Not that I can think of many more, I guess. It's better than John Lithgow's Harry and the Hendersons. Although, I don't know if you remember John Lithgow also played a character who was suffering from a particularly awful case of Alzheimer's in uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Well, Harry and the Hendersons becomes a lot more enjoyable when you pretend that is actually how Lithgow's tragically ill character from Rise is processing the events going on around him, with all the freaky big talking monkeys and all that shit. Missing Link is still obviously, like, miles better, but it's, you know, still fun to imagine, isn't it? Anyway... This film is filled with some really strong and likeable characters, it's really funny, and as a stop motion movie, it obviously looks fucking incredible. I honestly don't know how people have the patience to work on stop motion, as if I'm even forced to watch a 5 second advert on a YouTube video, then I have to resist the urge not to drop kick the computer out the fucking window. This is also proof, however, that like a chef that wanks off into your main course, the filmmakers have really filled their work with their love. I mentioned that the story of Missing Link is pretty simple before, but trust me when I say that that is absolutely one of its many positive points too. Not only have we got Trump in the White House and Brexit in our country, I mean, like right now, of course, who the fuck knows where we'll be at by the time you listen to this from your fucking fallout shelter, but I read the other day that if I wanted to continue, and obviously by continue I mean start looking at, porn, then I'm going to have to pop to the corner shop and buy myself one of those wank cards to prove I'm old enough to touch my own fucking wanger. Reality is far too complicated at the minute, and even if you try your best to avoid the misery of the modern world, then you'll still find drops of news splashing all over you like a golden shower in the presidential suite of a Russian hotel. Satire. In which case, Missing Link is perfect for those just trying to switch off, for children looking for a fun adventure, and even for my friend Graham even if he is so backward that, as my best man speech went on to claim, I didn't even get a chance to mention about how I used to believe in reincarnation, and that he once claimed 37 to be his prime number, because he thought that prime numbers were simply your favourite number. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening, motherfuckers, and see you next time.